This Ben Sion Griper, 718-339-6020. Here <clears throat> live. I phone 712-432-4217. Also to hear it again, 718-506-9099, extension 31. Also to dedicate, sponsor. One can text, especially now with equipment and expenses, it's crucial crucial to keep things going. Even now, upkeep for the next month, about $15,000. Seems like a lot, but for some people, it's like $1.50. So if we can get in touch with people to help, one can text, and it would really save a, a lot. More hearers, more listeners, more families at home, enjoying, learning. So the text number 347 927-8398. Again, the text, 347-927-8398. And again, the schus of a person who supports. Talk about every speaker, everyone who listens, every ramification of what happens. It's big stuff. And again, www.jrootradio.com, www.jrootradio.com. And right now it's crucial, especially Rosh Hashanah. It's a dukkah. It's a time to give yourself schus. And coming year, a schus of $15,000 plus with earth will stay, save us here. And at the same time, probably be a big, big plus in many, many, many people's bank account when they go in front of Hashem. <clears throat> so a few days before Rosh Hashanah, a serious time, so hopefully some thoughts to help all of us along. So I'm sure spoke on Shabbos, talking about the eventual Mashiach. But said there's three wars that were mentioned. He brought sources, but some say World War One was one of them. Massive destruction. World War II, another one, another massive, more massive destruction. And the third one is the coming of Mashiach that is supposed to be the, the worst. That's very scary. And Shaw said it a little differently. It doesn't mean that's to be physical destruction. Destruction because there's a lack of immuna. The lack of knowing every... Sh- Thing comes from Hashem, good and bad. It's a big thing. Imuna is a major, major factor. And the Sefer Das Tavuna, who knows, it says that Hashem is perfect, perfect, perfect. The Shlemot of Akadish Baruch Hu is so perfect, we can't even scratch the surface. Like we thank Hashem for doing things and we see the sun, the moon, and the sky and the grass and the birds and miracles. But we still have no feeling of Hashem's shlemot, shlemus, which is very important, you said, very important idea that a person should know Hashem is so, 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 so perfect. And if a person just takes a little look at the dynamics of the planets, Dynamics of yourself. There's a billion miracles going on that every cell in your body has to work. By in, by in it of itself, it's a world and has to work with the next world next to it. And each cell of the eye is the eye different than the cell of the ear. And it's a big thing to try to get in tune with the idea Hashem is perfect and to build that emuna, emuna, emuna in Hashem that everything is from Hashem. This is the way to go into a new year, that Hashem is king, Hashem is king. And Miller, what I heard, used to have a list next to him of all the chesed, all the good Hashem did for the rub the year before. The person would make a list and go over the different chesed, kind acts concerning one's family, 
Kova one's kind acts concerning you still have food on the table and clothes, etc. Klein acts kind acts that have been safe. Torah and that each cell in your body has been working pretty much and your health go on and on and on. Make a big list. So on Rosh Hashanah when you start the davening you look over the list and you say wow Shem really listened to me last year. I asked for health and I didn't get Hashem. I've been healthy like almost 354 days etc. And money I asked for, and look what I have. I still have enough, enough. Squeezing by, squeezing by. And go over the family, go over the <clears throat> your parents, go over the community, and go over, over, and over the things you asked for, and the things that are still here. And then you'll have a little picture of the Shlemot, of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And the Shlemot goes so far that you can see even the hard, difficult times. And you wake up, wake up a little bit to maybe a different job, a different learning, a different attitude to your wife or husband or children. So that's first. First step is to build now the Yamuna, the faith, they call it in English. Yamuna, 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 that Hashem runs everything. Hashem is perfect. And therefore, Hashem is king. And you know, from last year, look, Hashem is king. He gave you so much. Now into the new year, Hashem gives us so much. Bounty, bounty, bounties. Buckets, buckets, buckets. Truckloads of kindness we get from food every day, etc. So it's a big thing to go right now into the new year. No, Hashem is perfect. Hashem is perfect. Hashem is perfect. Hashem is king. Hashem is king. Hashem is king. And really, we have really no idea. Like right now, you have a one-year-old, and how much chesed is doing done by the parents. There's no idea. The only thing he knows is that bottle or whatever it is. Same with us. We only see the bottle. We see the candy. We see the house. We see, but we don't see a touch of Hashem's perfectness. So it's important for us to work on that aspect. Miller was very strong the last 60, 50 years already, banging into our heads, banging into our heads, the idea of to see Hashem, to become aware of Hashem. That's all part of this. The more we become more aware, the more we see Hashem is perfect. The more we see the goodness He gives us, the more we see that even the hard times are also Hashem. Some hard times are harder than others. And catastrophic things, difficult things, traumatic things, those are the most difficult. But if a person starts looking at the chesed, 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 and the good, it will at least set up a cushion and a reality check. It'll have a reality check of your full life. That things, Hashem is the king, that you ordain a Kodesh Baruch You're our king. I see how much you've done for me, how much you're doing for me. Very important aspect going into the new year. The Amuna, Amuna, Amuna. Everything's coming our way is total, totally perfect and all from Hashem. The second aspect, as Rabbi Ginsburg spoke about, one small aspect of this talk, but it's a monumental one. It says in the Parsha, Shalom Yeli. After Hashem, imagine all the curses. All the bad things a person can do. And then it came up with a line going, but some people say, Shalom Yeli, peace with me. I'm, I'm fine. What way I am, it's okay. The stubbornness, like, you know, I'm trying my best. I give Sadaka, I try my best, watch my meters, watch my speech, and learning and working, and on and on and on and on. And yet, right after it, it says a person who thinks like that going into the new year, comfortable, not thinking, oh, those curses don't refer to me. Those alchets don't refer to me. So therefore, that person is going to have, could be, it says, almost a bigger curse than one who's not so hatsi-tatsi to begin with. Because the attitude has to be, Hashem is perfect. He's not only giving us everything perfectly good that we see, but sometimes the hardship. 
helps clean us up, fix us up. And we'll go over a few areas that we have to think about, think about, think about. But don't get into the next attitude, because Hashem says in such a context, and Rashi explains it, that it's even worse. It can be worse than a person who's trying to fix himself up, working so hard, even though he's way behind, way behind the eight ball, eight ball did a lot of so-called bad things last year. That person might get a better outcome. Person didn't give that much stuck. I'm gonna give stuck. I'm starting tomorrow. More stuck every day. So a person who has the attitude. Wait a second. I have to improve. We mentioned this many times. I'm a brag style who's would say this time of the year. First thing you have to know: you are somebody. That a person should go over the list. Another list now. First one was awareness and muna. This one is knowing who you really are. And a person can make a list also. Look at the good things you're doing. You wake up in the morning, afyomi, daven, go to work, don't try to help, and night some morning too. Try to be nice to your wife, try to listen, be tolerant, patient. So a man should go out through his old days, some of the things he does, how he acts. We'll go over a little cheshman and nefesh in a little while again. And the person should go, oh, but now let me go over al chet. They go over, well, I could have dived with Makavana, could have given Mosadaka, could have woken up on time, could have listened when I'm learning, could have smiled more in shul, should have been more tolerant in shul than at home. And could have been more frugal, a whole list, a list, a list, a list. And a person, a woman getting up in the morning, I could have dived more. I dive in a little bit. It's so hard. I'm going to dive in another couple of lines. I'd be more frugal in the stores. And I try to be frugal, be even more frugal. Watch my money even more. Harder in money. And I'm going to be more patient with the children. I'm more patient with my husband. Patient with my parents. Patient with friends. And I work on it. I've been not bad last year. Listen, I really worked on control. I always had to myself control higher. Control higher. Yet uh, I slipped, so but I'm 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 working on improvement, and I'm but I have to work harder. So it's a constructive, positive way. Sought not shalom shalom yearly. Like oh, this is okay. Listen, you see me trying, you see me trying, you see me trying. No, that's not enough. You have to see yourself trying and feel good about it. But you have to see how I can improve each area. It's an important thing because we talk. Shalom B'nayim in a little while, Shalom bias. that's important to go into the new year ready to improve, ready to improve. And for example, the Sefer Chesman Nefesh, written by Yerapiol Salantas Talmud, Talmud, and he goes over a number of areas that a person can improve. There's 13 areas, he says, but think, think, but first, again, look at your strength. Because we don't want to be lackadaisical going into the new year. Right now, we should be a little bit scared, everybody. A little bit. Try to think a little bit today to be a little bit nervous. Yomadin's coming. I got a year last year. Nothing's guaranteed. Nothing's guaranteed. So let me, I should be a little nervous, but not negative nervous, not depression nervous. Nervous. I know Shem's the boss, everything's perfect. I know I live forever, but I know I want to be better. This is a nervousness. I can go into Shel Hashem, I'm going to do this, this, forgive me, and how I'm going to do this, this, and this for the next year. For example, one area is Manucha. Manucha is a big area of Manucha the Nefesh, calmness of soul, mind, Manucha. And this usually is with the inner person. That's what we mentioned many times. Even now, go over those pats on the back of your day, pats on the back of what you did last year. Have a little feeling of, okay, I'm okay. So when someone says something, no. When somebody bumps into you, you don't, you're not sh- shaking up. You don't get shook up because a person you know, banged into you, said something you don't like, said the word no. Because you're a broker shem. Your person is doing something. You feel pretty good. And that you can review, review, review to feel strong. And anything happens opposite your rut zone, how to take it, take it with patience. 
Menucha, Menucha, work on yourself. You like playing young people. It's very important. Other than learning, going to Beis Yaakov, they could play a little instrument. They could do some art. Get them. Let the best artist on the block, the best keyboard player in the block. Get them involved. The person should add, add to the Menuchas and Nefesh in areas that are harder for them. Another area is Avlanas, tolerance, tolerance of others. Remember, we try to create the no-tension zone. First, give the and encouragement to somebody, then say, yeah, sure, sure, just get along. And then validate, I hear your point, I hear your point. Listen. And because Avlanas is so important not to react right away. Most of the time, we're not, we're not soyable, we're not tolerant, because we're nervous. That goes back to the first one, Menucha. Practice counting at five seconds, and after a while, you, 99% of the time, you don't have to talk, and no one will know the difference. You, over, you let something pass by, and then at the right time, try to talk. So it's crucial, it's tolerance, it's tolerance, tolerance. Are you perfect? So we, we work on tolerance? We can work on sublimes? Yes. So there's an area, an area not to get lazy in. And then we have Seda, Seda. Are you organized? Can I organize my house better? Can I organize my desk better? Can I organize my day better? I know what I'm doing from 5.30 to 11, 12 o'clock every day. Try to put order, put order. I wait for the bus here, I can say to them, listen to the bus, I go here, the bus over there, I can learn a little bit. I'll be here, the bus, I'll plan my, my dinner, whatever it is. I've set plans, set plans for your day. Set time, set times to do things all the time. Do I do it or not? So there's another thing to look into. I can be a little more organized. My keys, I put them all over the place. I have to look at my keys five minutes every day. I have to look at my pants five minutes, my dress five minutes, my who knows what for five minutes. I'm wasting a lot of time. My keys is always, but how can I make that better? How can I make it better? That's a big, big breakthrough. Save it. Another one says, Veritsus, I think it's going to do with decision-making. That's what a person said, look around. You have to make a decision. Decide what you have to do. Make sure it's das Torah, it's the right direction. Go for it. Don't be scared. Go for it. Make decisions. Make decisions. The right decisions. A lot of, uh, there are people who wishy-washy. This one day, this the other day, the other day. That's what you need. Someone to direct you. To help you make a decision. Go full steam ahead. I can approve that area. The key is the only Physical cleanliness, clothes cleanliness, cleanliness in general. Am I taking care of myself? How do I take care of myself? Let's think about it. What to do? How to make it better? Another, another, humble. I realize not to be a big shed in this world. At one time that Harrison Miller came down and said, I need help. The rub fainted. So I ran upstairs to Rub's apartment. Rev got up from his faint and looked at me and said, Don't be a big shot in this world. Everyone has his time. Humble. Don't become a big shot. That does but means not to be humble to Hashem. Humble in front of Hashem. The person has to be strong sometimes in learning when speaking to people. Doesn't mean a weakling, the person who knows Hashem is the boss, the boss, boss. Humble not to speak loudly, not to speak too much, not to speak with your mind. How to have control. I know, but do we have to work on that, everybody? Put that on the list. You do, did okay last year? Fine, do better. No status quo. Tzedek, righteousness. Important. You want to always do the right thing, always do the right thing, always do the right thing. I eat stars. Ah, I could do this later. I could dive in a little later. I'll dive in a minion later. I'll do, I like candles close to everything. Is like, uh, okay, do the evidence. Be righteous, righteous. Why well, I want to do the right thing? Then we got kimutz, which is frugality. Frugal. I'm a man. Let me watch my, my pennies. A woman, let me watch my pennies. Very important. Watch your penny. Not to be cheap. You can look at yourself last year. I, listen, I did watch. I, I ate less from, from plastic cups, plastic plates, maybe. Or another area. That's another area. Going to the new year. Shem doesn't like our wasting money. 
Zerizus, alacrity, quickness. Get up in the morning, count those 12 seconds, modani, and get up. It's good to be alive. It's good to be alive. You're exhausted, you're grumpy, tired, feeling ich. No, you got to jump out of bed. I'm happy to be alive. Important. Reasons during the day too to move, move, move to do things, to do things. Maybe a little lazy, I'm a little lazy when I finish my work. I said, I'm too lazy. Maybe need a little rest, but don't be so lazy. Don't be so lazy. Otherwise, all the times we were in Milad, it was um, the last weddings, Rub went outside the family. I was waiting for the chuppah, <clears throat> and Rub was, I was holding the Rub's coat. It was It was a half hour late. And the Rebbe looked at me. I said, "I have a big bechina coming up, a big test coming up." Well, the Rebbe had been in the eighties by then. In other words, don't don't waste those moments. So alacrity, you got to make sure you're always ready with something to do. And shtika, silence, silence, silence is one of the greatest ways to grow. The Chum said it's the greatest source of wisdom. Silence. Silence. Most of the time we can be silent, let things pass over. Sometimes you have to answer. To answer properly. Say you're listening. Say you're going to try to work it out, whatever it is. Shtika, shtika, work on it, work on it. And this year I'm going to be extra silent. It's one time in the day I'm going to come in to the house, say hello to everybody. I'm going to be a little silent, a little quieter. Yeshiva, in the afternoon I'll be a little quieter for five minutes. And who's uh, something to do with silence? I mean, something <clears throat> with calm. Try to be calm. Deep breath. Calm, calm, calm. Work on it a little bit. Work on it a little bit. What thing can you calm? Somebody, person has to come home. A little bite to eat. That makes them calm. All right, husband's coming home, so wife maybe needs to sit down for a few minutes. A little bite to eat. And you know, calm, calm, calm in the morning. Sometimes you don't say anything to your husband or wife because you're a little grumpy until you become calm. You come home, he comes home, you're home, you're not, you're coming home. Again, that's the grumpiness comes in. That's the time, calm, 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 calm. MS, MS, that person be an MS dicky, you build constructive. Construct, everything I say is constructive. Or sometimes I try to dig people, sometimes I give them my opinion, don't think what they need. MS, 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 precious, precious. Dealing with sneeze, dealing walking around the street with your head down, not looking at things you shouldn't look at, not hearing things you shouldn't hear. I'm in the street already, so I hear the music, or I walk by a store, I see a, you know, a movie being shown. So a person has to think, think, think. So these are all areas. I said Manucha, Zavlanos, Seda, Eritzos, decision-making, Akiyas, <clears throat> cleanliness, Anova, humble, Sedek. Kimu's frugal, Zerizus, alacrity, quickness, Shika, silence, Nechusa, calm, MS, truth, constructive, capricious. So it's one little step to make sure we go into the new year with a little bit of Cheshman. Go over. You can listen to this again, 718-506-9099, extension 31. Looking to save the Chesbun and Nefesh. Looking to save uh, uh, <clears throat> on the being calm and controlling oneself. This is very crucial the next three days to work on something. Actually, I'm going to work on it. and start working on it already. His Hilchus Mamanos, his Hilchus Shabbos and weekday and Kashris. There's so much to work on. So we'll look now a little about the Ten Commandments and a little about going. The Rev has a tape of Ten Commandments 620. But then years later, talking about could be eight, who knows, eight years later at least, maybe more. The tape came out, six E50, additional Ten Commandments. And those Ten Commandments, uh, the Rav mostly spoke about relationship with parents and in-laws. 
So going into the new year, we have twofold. First, the Muna, 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 Muna. Everything's from Hashem. And two is, how can I improve myself? Don't be like a days ago. So one thing, <clears throat> new couples, old couples, and the road is very strong. My mother-in-law and father-in-law, one aspect is mother and father, that children should not tell their parents the trouble they're having with their mate. Because parents, because couples forget and go on, and the bumps up and down, marriage is up and down, life's up and down, but parents don't forget. And tell stories, rough told stories. After a while, the father-in-law interrupting and giving halacha, laws that he felt they should do. And what happened was the daughter would tell her husband and after a while it became very, very frictional. A, a, a breakup. And another case, mother-in-law eventually said to her daughter-in-law, you have to go to a psychologist or else. One story I know, family was a woman from South Africa. <clears throat> she kept telling her mother once a month about the troubles. After 12 months, they thought he was a monster. The whole plan to try to come in and take uh, her away, her and the children back to South Africa. Another story, a couple went moved to Harris Israel, idealistic. And she was a little fragile, maybe she shouldn't have been there. They had some trouble. Everything she made sure she told the family. 10, 15 years, they wanted to take her back. And another story where a young lady would not tell her husband the trouble, just send them nice letters, but would tell her father. So it happened with divorce a couple of times. All of a sudden, something happened. Bang, bang, bang. The father took over the show, and that was it. So it's very urgent going into the new year. Okay, these are stories, but this is one of the main causes of breakup. And a person has to know that. Rok Hashem is not the regular case. 99% we're okay, but this is a factor. So a person going into the new year knowing first Emunah, everything Hashem sent, sent. So a couple has to see if they have issues. Hashem's sending the issue, and a man should go right to a rav, has to bring his wife, and the wife has to get his Rosh Hashiva, get his rabbi, get him there, go to rabbi, that's it. Someone who's sensitive, who knows couples, knows how to help people, go. Husband doesn't like it, do it anyway. She doesn't like it, doing it, you have to get someone. As soon as the parents are told, then they have a certain attitude to your mate, and it causes trouble. And on the other hand, parents have said, should not tell children what to do. Don't even ask your son-in-law, could you help me out? But don't be a, one to give advice. Be one to put pressure. Even you're nice, so maybe you could do this with the baby. Maybe you'd... Mother could say to her daughter, uh, son, maybe you tell your wife, you know, she spends too much time on the phone when she's feeding the baby. I don't know. <laughs> don't say such things. The rub you just say, you give money and give uh, honor. That's it. Because as soon as you get involved, it causes some riff, and then you don't forget. That's what the rub said this time of the year, too. Uh, the children should ask their father, father-in-law, mother, mother-in-law, forgiveness. It's a big thing. Husband, why should I ask before you should Chaya, please forgive me. And she should say, Chaya, please forgive me. Maybe you can have enough gumption to tell your in-laws and your parents, forgive me. And the parents and in-laws should say the same to their children. It's a crucial thing. But again, the Amune here is a no... Shem sending everything your way. And therefore, going through Rabbi Ginsburg mentioned, Shalom Yeh Lee, that 
Don't think I oh, know. I'm okay. These curses and problems nothing to do with me. I, I, I'm being good. No, you have to think of yourself. She is sending it. What do I have to do about it? What have to do about it? Maybe there's a tikkun in me. Maybe it's a lack of something in me. Maybe you're saying I have to change direction. Maybe it's saying I have to get help. These are crucial aspects in relationships. That the relationship with the parents and the in-laws, both ways. So we all can go into the new year and say, I'm going to start fresh. Shem sent all this. Shem is telling me. A couple has to build their own lives. They're going to have their ups and downs. You know, direction from a rough mentor, and they can make it. They can make it. Another aspect, we can go back to Ten Commandments going a little backwards now. Even before that, I was something very particular on this E50 tape. When <clears throat> boy and girl are going out, that Ruby mentioned, boy wants to learn, and she wants him to learn. Unless there's some sort of contract that you can live forever no matter what, the Rav said that if there comes a time, it could be early or later when the woman feels, I, I, I have to. So the husband has an achrayas, an obligation to go to work even with a smile. I'm adding that part. It's what you have to do. Well, stay on, stay on. Well, you know, We'll make it. No, it's a big thing. But the man has to take achrayas. Even now in your relationship, the man has to know you're taking achrayas with the money. She's working at the moment. You're learning at the moment. Kishmak, kishmak, kishmak. But you have to know. It's on your head. Achrayas and nikasuba. Lots of nikasuba. How to treat a lady, etc. So these things are very important. This time of the year to make a little reflection, reflection. How we're doing and where should we go from here? And going back to the Ten Commandments, the last one is don't be a tyrant. So first, going back to Amuna. Everything's perfect. So the person who is being as made as being a tyrant sometimes, husband or wife, get the sugar, pick up this, pick up that. Wife is, how can you do that? And wants to hold back things from him. So the person who's getting bopped has the little bit Think, Emuna, Emuna, Shem is sending this to me. One aspect could be, how could I respond? Many times, one can figure out a response that'll work. Don't go by the American way. The American way, speak your mind, speaking loud to me, abuse, emotional, and the whole big, big thing thing. Could be, your husband comes home from a hard day at work, and maybe he hasn't been trained, walks in grumpy, he's telling you what to do. So if a smart lady, maybe I have something made for him, a coffee, cake, and I said it to somebody who had that situation. She said in one or two days, one day he was calmer already. So a woman has a way using her <clears throat> cunning to make a husband comfortable. It's the most of the time a person is a little bit of a tyrant because he's not so happy with himself, frustrated. And after a while, so he become a little numb. Nothing to do with you at all. Oh, you'll be blamed. Nothing to do with you at all. And after a while, you'll see. I've seen they eventually calm down. Don't yell as much. But the world says respond right away. Speak your mind. How could you take it? Don't take this from your husband. The other way around, too, husband come home, he's attacked right away with 
questions. Why did you do this? Why didn't you do that? I had a hard day. I had a hard day. I understand all it. And yet he's being bombarded. Told what to do. He's just worked and same thing. Let him have a donut before he walks in the house. Expect the unexpected or the expected and walk in and be ready to save the day. Walk in the first thing. He goes, wife, sit down, please. I want to give you... Oh, I'm so busy with the... I'll take care. Take 15 minutes, please. Don't get a hard day. And you take over. Get the children the homework. Talk to them. Hug them. Talk storytelling. Get them going with what they have to do. And you'll see. Your tyrant, you thought a wife, always very scared after a while. Threatening after a while. You don't do something. Well, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go back to my mother. Who knows what you'd be threatened. But if you get in tune, the shit a hard day might be overcoming. Might be overbearing for her to deal with five, two, three, four, five kids. I know it's cases like that. And he has to go back to such things. So he has to think. I think what to do, how to do, how to get help. But there's no response. But if he does things in a proper way by listening, listening, helping, helping, helping. And again, and this, these cases, you need a rough, a mentor. Most of the time, people, Hashem, they want to have children. But there are times that a person gets paskin, and you have to hold on for a little while because the wife can't take it. Or it's too crowded. You might have to wait a little bit. Let's be paskin. That's a serious matter. But the point of the matter is... Being a tyrant, twofold. One, remember, we're working on Muna, Muna, Muna. Hashem is perfect, 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 perfect. Everything's coming your way because you're supposed to hear it at this moment. Maybe you have to just be patient. Maybe you have to change direction. Maybe you have to think. But try. Many times the person re- receiving can use Seichel to calm things down and change things. And we always say, say lecharav, say lecharav, say lecharav. I'm going to the parents, say lecharav. Get a rabbi, get a mentor. On the other hand, that you yourself, with that, have to think, have to work on oneself, oneself. Another commandment, <clears throat> don't dress slovenly. What if you come home and your husband looks like a little sloppy? You lose a little respect and he comes in, he takes off his shoes, takes his shirt out, and for some reason that doesn't make it with you. So you as a wife, what to do? Instead of calling him names, being sour, you can lovey-dovey and nicely he'll tuck in his shirt and tuck his pants, you know, put his pants in. He'll make sure if you're doing it the right way. Again, you're being tested. Tested how you're going to take care of your husband, maybe. Testing your own patient tolerance. So a person that everything Shem says is perfect, 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 perfect. So what do I have to do to try to improve the situation? And the same with a woman. Man comes home, his wife doesn't dress nicely, which is 100% understandable. If a person has children or is cleaning the floor, etc. So you have to come home also. Come. And I'm sending you a test this way. Some men are silly enough to get pushed away totally because of their dress, the wife's gaining weight, and everyone has to be attracted. And Millie say the attraction should go on for 100 years, even when you're old and toothless. Still, you have to tell your wife she's beautiful. You can tell your husband he's handsome. But the point of the matter is it's, uh, it's something not to lead to any big problems. If you're still nice to your wife who's not dressed the as neat as you like, still, you come home. You could tell her, I'll take a, some time. You could tidy up a little bit. Come home, give her earrings. 
come home and make a comment, nice comment. And many times I mean, with the weight, it's a, it's a hard thing both ways. How to say it, when to say it, what to do, probably how you say it you can't do it and when to say it you can't do But after a while, as you're showing your wife, she's the best, the best, the best. She knows about the weight. She knows she she try to improve that area. Some people can't, the metabolism. At least you say maybe they're not in this letter. That's a harder situation. But the truth of the matter is that you're being tested. This is a woman who's gone through so much with you. And you can still have love feelings and still have good times. Both of you together. Even the other one's a little sloppier. On the other hand, coming into the new year, about yourself. You walk into the house as a base of Migdush. You have to make sure you dust off your your, your dandruff, mister, and make your hair a little nice. So if you don't have too much hair, look nice when you walk in. No slovenly business. Come a hard day at work, go into the bathroom, wash up, take 10 minutes, and put on a nice shirt, nice pair of pants. Look nice. The new year, everybody. The new year. No shalom. Yelly, this is the way I am. No. No, 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 no. I can, I can, I can go back. I can start thinking a little more. Walking out dressed nicely has a big effect on the children. And the wife too, looking astute. Okay, she has a clean, clean, clean. She gets something spit on. She could just change a little bit. Put another robe on. Whatever it is. Now, we ourselves, we have to think going into the new year. I want to prove myself in every area. Go step by step. Do the alchet, do the chesed and nefesh. I want to prove a little bit. Ten minutes a week when my husband comes home, I'm going to look neat. But I know after I fall, your kids are going to get me. The other, the other four or five days in the week, other than the Shabbos, I, I don't, won't be able to do it. One day, mix us. person who tries a little bit and says, Shem, Shem, Shem. I'm going to prove in an area a little bit. Shem could forgive you all the way for the whole thing. You get credit for the whole business. These are areas. And the aspect. Love your neighbor like yourself. Don't do to your mate that you don't want done to you. This is a very serious thing. So if your wife or husband says something to you that you know they don't want it done to you themselves. Don't respond. Same to you too. You're always late too. You're sloppy too. You don't even get along with your parents. And don't go off and don't start saying things just because someone says something to you they shouldn't say. Wife says something to you she shouldn't say. Or husband says something to you shouldn't say. He shouldn't say. Your job is then say, still, I don't want to do to her what I don't want done to myself. That's a big thing. That goes back to Amuna, right or wrong. Bad or good. Shem is perfect. Shem is perfect for you to experience this thing. It could be for you to learn, again, patience, control, control of anger. On the other hand, it could be teaching you a lesson. Do I do that myself? that you can turn around and say, no, I'm going to turn around and be the best husband in this whole planet Earth. Before I get calls, and uh, he does that to me, I'm going to do that to him. Or if she does that to me, I'll do that to her. That's not our attitude. Tit for tat, not, not to get back, it's not, it's not the attitude. A person should think, should be sending this to me. That's one aspect. Patient, patient, patient. Even be happy. And said, Ram Ginsburg mentioned, don't don't be just calm. This is who I am. I'd be very, very controlled. Oh, how I'm gonna speak, what am I gonna do with my mates and my family members? I'm not gonna do or say anything to them that I don't want done or said to myself. Over and over and over.
over and over again. So now when you're getting something from Hashem, when it's perfect, have that list of the chesed, Rosh Hashanah. On the other hand, think about how you can improve. You can improve in these areas. Another aspect, mentioned many times, the idea of not saying mean words. Now, a person who has any feeling of Ramuna, any feeling that Hashem is perfect, any feeling that Hashem is watching, any feeling that Hashem is king, 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 how could you say a mad, mean word to anybody unless it's some Russia, unless you have to do some business that you have no choice or whatever it is? But how could a person say any mean words? How could a person say any mean words to anybody, anybody, anyway? I'm not talking about Shoyim, I'm not talking about bad people. Moshiach, there's no reason. And the mean words, you go into the New Year, say, Shem. First of all, which would be the next commandment too, if a mean word said to you, that's the first aspect. Again, knowing that Shem sent it. First has to learn the tolerance and sucking it in a little bit. You don't get nervous about it. You see, your Rebbe, you see mentor, how to deal with it, how to let it out. You might have to let it out in a constructive way. You had to think about how to fix it another way. But the first thing is, we mentioned, don't say, how could you say mean words? Hashem is king. Hashem is king. Hashem is watching. Hashem is watching. That's one aspect. Then when you're on the receiving end, you're on the receiving end, so before, think about a dog barking. You're in a subway, on a train, in a train car, and you see two guys next to each other, and one guy is bigger, and yelling at this other guy, he's ready to, He's grabbing him, ready to hit him. They're sitting there quietly. So who looks crazy? The one who's yelling and screaming, the other guy looks like a pretty patient fellow. So same with us too. Never, 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 never say a mean word. And when the mean word is said, Fly by, a hundred evil pass you, let it fly by, fly by, fly by. It's a crucial thing, let it fly by. Another aspect. Is to be loyal. It's also crucial. Are you loyal enough to your husband and wife that you're always praising them? Remember before, never say any mean words about them. To your parents, did them chizah, chizah, jumped and leaped to the defense of your mate. Very important thing. Going to the new year, I'm going to leap to the defense of my mate. Hashem, perfect. Well, first, I have to release Shlemus too. I have to work on my Shlemus too. So it's perfect. So again, everything comes your way. Your wife has faults. Your husband has faults. So do you. But your job is to oversee the faults. Your job is to encourage the good. Think of five, ten times a day the great things your wife does. The great things your husband does. And say it out loud. Say it, say it, say it. Someone disagrees. No, my husband and wife's the best. I have to say it, say it, say it. <clears throat> and then you'll see you're, you're like a Shem who's perfect. He's looking over his people. He's also looking at the good in the people. So you look at the good in the people too. He wants you to have a good year next year. Looking forward to give you a good year next year. So you also have to start looking into the good of other people. Start now, make a list of your wife, your husband, your children, your parents, and make a whole list of the good things. Shem said, wow, he's making a good list. She's making a good list. I'll make a good list of him and her too. 
Make that good list about your wife and your husband. So we learned today some important aspects. First, Rosh Hashanah. It's a big thing. I'm sure I mentioned. When Mishika's going to come, the big test will be Amuna, Amuna, Amuna. Not enough to say I have Amuna and to cry to Hashem. person has realized Hashem is perfect, perfect, perfect. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Beyond our perfection. Beyond our thoughts of perfection. Shlemet. Shlemet is so important. So a person has to know Hashem's greatness. Hashem is king. He's king. He's king. He does everything for your benefit. First and second thing, don't show them. Yelly, don't like the way back. Oh, listen, I try here, I try here. No, go over all that you're trying. Let that be positive. But then go over Chesbun and Eshvish. Go over Al Ched. Go over all the things you can make improvements, improvements, improvements. Because Hashem doesn't like what a person is just saying. This is the way I am. Status quo. And then we'll be blessed, everyone, with a good, healthy year. So again, if a person wants to hear live, 712-432-4217. The listeners talk again. 718-506-9099, extension 31. Also, the person, especially now, dire need of money concerning equipment. Everyone, anyone who contributes for up to $15,000, it's not much to some people, that's for sure. You have a friend or someone who has a little bit. The seduct of such a thing, it's beyond thousands of people growing, learning. Exclusive going into the new year, we have no idea. Person on the borderline, it'll definitely push them over to the good. So there you can text 347-927-8398. Text or www.jrootradio.com. Shana Tova, Sivasimatova, Aslocha, Broken, everyone in Rokhlis and Gashmins. Benzing, Benzing, Griper, 718 339 6020. Call to.